The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Your Wednesday is going well. Tomorrow we're going to be out at Hallis Hall at this time. And uh, Justin Fields is a go. Let's do it. Let's get it on. He says, though, that it's still healing. And he's still trying to figure out, you know, glove, no glove, wrap, how he's going to play. But uh, a lot of time spent today and what you want to see from Justin, what Ryan Poles wants to see from Justin Fields to win him over over the last seven games, 312-332-3776. I think the coach is auditioning for future employment as well or maintaining his current employment. I think that the next seven weeks there will be a lot decided about a number of people. Yeah. This is what Eberflew said today about Justin Fields, about the last seven weeks. Is it enough for him to showcase the Bears on uh, next year? I think seven weeks is enough time for the to show consistency, you know, and being the high performer, you know, that we expect him to be, you know, and I, I know he's had some good performances, you know, along this year. Um, certainly the last few have been, been, you know, solid. And, uh, you know, we can, we expect consistency, you know, out of all our positions. We looked at each other and we smirked when he goes solid. Like they don't, they like, they don't talk about him. The way they talk about some other players. Yeah, I I think basically what he just said to you is is we're not happy with his lack of consistency. He didn't say that in the same exact words, but like I don't know how you listen to that without coming to the conclusion that th- they want him to be more consistently good. I think everybody does. And Courtney said that I'm sure a lot of fans, I heard Courtney, Courtney's going to join us tomorrow. She was on with Carmen and Yurko today, and she said that I'm sure a lot of fans hear that and say, hey, coach, how about a little consistency out of you? Absolutely. How about a little more winning out of you? No question. How about a little more better performance out of you? That's why I've said I think that uh, starting with this game, this is the most important game in both of these guys' careers here in Chicago, in my opinion, and it's an important stretch for both of them. Uh, Let's go to Bongwater Chad. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chad? Shalom, gentlemen. What's going on? So I have a scenario for you. Now, granted, this isn't what I think could happen, but in in my brain, the way that it works, this is what I think is going to happen. I think Iberflus and Gatsy are coming back next year, no matter what, and both scenarios are because of Justin Fields. Scenario one, over these next seven games, they go five and two. Justin becomes a world beater. He puts it together. He becomes the guy that we all have wanted him to be for three years. Now you don't need a quarterback with your number one pick. Now you build this team. You build the offense. You build on the defense. You get your guys in the middle. Eberflus and Getze, they're the heroes. They put it together. They fixed fields. You don't need to get rid of them. We're going in the right direction. Scenario two, Justin comes out and he bombs. And we go two and five. We see the same ineptitude that we've seen. Can't process in the pocket. Great athlete, not the quarterback for the future. You throw out immediately year one with Eberflus and Gutsy, everyone planned to lose that year. So that's a free year. Year two was the year that 
Fields was supposed to be our guy. That's why we didn't draft the quarterback number one. All three of those guys were on board with that decision. This little brain trust is married. Those are Poles' guys. What they're going to do at the end of the year if Fields bombs over these next seven games is they're going to sit together and say, well, we ran a pretty capable football team for four games with a backup quarterback. We're not the problem. He's the problem. Now we have a first pick. Let's go get our quarterback and let's fix this. And you know what? Pulse has been over the moon on how Eberflus has handled all of this storm, whether it be the coaches getting fired, the the losing streak, my God, the stats. I mean, what's it been? Was I in high school the last time we beat a team in the North? I mean, it's been incredible. (laughs) But he's had nothing but positive things to say about his coach and his leadership and the way he handles the room. Fields is going to be the scapegoat one way or another, and this whole crew, gentlemen, this whole crew is coming back next year. Nothing is impossible, but I would still stand by what I've said in the past. If things don't improve from where they sit now, I don't know how inside that building you can sell status quo. So two and five, like if he does bomb. You're five and and, and 12. Unless he is convicted on him. I just don't know how you can work in that Chiefs um, system and have a guy like Andy Reid run things and then say, look at Eberflus and say, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I I, I grew up with with Reid and and I, I see the same thing here with Eberflus. I don't know how also, if you do pivot and go to a new quarterback, that you do that and bring back this the same staff. Because let's say, as many people have said, this is nothing new. I'm just regurgitating it, but have the same thought. If you do that and there is no significant improvement and you are still struggling, then what are you going to do? Now you're going to you're going to move on in 2020 after the 2024 season. You're going to move on to another coach then. Like, if you move on from this quarterback, I don't know how you don't move on from the coaching staff and start, as well. start clean with everything. I just, yeah. I mean. It makes common sense, but, but to us. Now, again, listen, you laid this out yesterday. If for whatever reason they change the narrative and they go on a run like the Detroit Lions went on a run. And remember, in his first year, Dan Campbell was 3-13-1. Right. And, and then they got off to a really slow start. And then in the second half of last season, they took off. And they have built on that. Like, if you see anything close to that type of second half from this team, you know that there is going to be a push to remain status quo. Like, if they win and win big, but I don't see that happening. Like, I told you, I could sell you four and three. I could sell you four and three on the winnable games. That's seven wins. Seven wins probably brings this staff back. It's progress in their mind. Mm. And you're going to get, you're going to get, and that may be enough too. Like if you win, if you end up winning seven or eight games, it's going to be because Justin performed in a more efficient manner in which he has leading up to this. He's played cleaner. There have been fewer turnovers. There's been fewer mistakes. There has been a higher level of play consistently, and he's helping them close out games in the fourth quarter. And if that's the case, like, like I said, I mean, the narrative may change up there on a number of fronts. Well, let's go to Ray in San Antonio, then we'll go to Aki's A-list. Ray, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, gentlemen, how you doing? We're good. So I, I wholeheartedly agree with the last caller. I've, I've, when he mentioned uh, Fields being the scapegoat, 
Now, I, I am a Bears fan first and, and always have been. There has been only a handful of players that I've rooted for uh, for them to succeed after the, the, the Bears have let them go because they couldn't figure out how to use them properly. Uh, and I wholeheartedly feel that they're going to do the same thing with Fields. Fields needs to do in order to, to, at least in my opinion, to be successful for the rest of the season for them to keep him is to continue to do what he did at the end of last season. At the end of last season, he himself kept us in games. Receivers dropped passes. Defense was horrible. Uh, now, with this year, we have the defense is starting to look a lot better than, than what it did at the beginning. Our offensive line is about to be hopefully fully healthy. Uh, and our receivers, for whatever reason, are, are catching more passes uh, than, than they did last season. Um, but other than that, I, I don't know what else to to what else we can do besides uh, oh play calling, the play calling, the play calling has to get better. I don't know how many times there has been multiple. I've heard, I listen to you guys, and by you guys I mean ESPN one thousand almost all day every day, and I've heard most of you announcers all say, what in the world was this guy thinking, I'm paraphrasing, when he called this play? Kurt Warner has done it. Uh, a lot of national media during the games have done it. What was Getsy thinking when they called this play? What is going on? Play calling needs to get better. That's all I got, gentlemen. Right, thank you. It all needs to get yeah, better. Yeah. Like, I don't think that there's a single singular scapegoat when everybody has failed to perform at a high level. And I don't know why it's hard for people to admit that it needs to be better on all fronts. Like, look, your quarterback needs to be better than 36 turnovers in his two and a half years and 115 sacks taken and a fourth quarter quarterback rating in the mid-60s. He has to be better. Right, right. Like all his. Like the last year's Detroit game. Look at Fields' numbers. Fields' numbers, that game was great. I think he had four touchdowns in that game. He had that long touchdown run. Um, but he also was a big reason why they blew the two-touchdown lead. What Wasn't it his interception or fumble on when Akuda ran it back for a touchdown yeah, for the Lions to tie the game? Yeah. Like, the, again, there are, there are things he can do better. Yeah. And, and, and I know he was having a good game, and guys make mistakes, but... Like, if you want to earn that trust and you want to earn that next contract and you want to earn not drafting a quarterback when you have the number one overall pick, those are the plays that you cannot make. And guess what? I mean, starting Sunday in Detroit against a really good opponent, they've got an opportunity. A lot of guys, this is an opportunity game. Go change how people feel about you. Let's get to uh, Aki's A-list. What do you got for us, Tyler? It's time for Aki's A-list. From the mind of the man who understands the four P's of Waddle's world, Aki's A-List. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. I like that. Well done, Mallor. First of all, you have to make the announcement that there's a fifth P. Yeah, we've come up with a fifth P. In Waddle's world? Yeah. 
We're all doctors here, so PhD. Tyler looked at me after Waddle's World and said, hey, listen, there's a fifth P to Waddle's World. It's PhD. PhD. We're saving lives. I liked it. It's what we do in Waddle's World. All right, fellas. So one thing that I was thinking about the other day, we've heard for a while now about Stefan Diggs being disgruntled in Buffalo. And this is a report from the offseason. You see it on the sidelines. I think he saw it at the end of a playoff game last year as well. Um, and this has started to surface again. Could Stefan Diggs, especially now with all the turmoil in Buffalo, be traded in the offseason? Now, he will be entering his year 31 season. But if you could get Stefan Diggs at a reasonable price, if you're the Chicago Bears, would you trade for a Stefan Diggs in the offseason? What's a reasonable price? I, let's I, say, I look, it's, let's I'm, say it's I'm, a little less than what you gave up for Brandon Marshall when you made the Marshall third trade. Round, third round pick for mm-hmm. Marshall. Oh, yeah, I would give a third round pick for him. Yeah, and then that now all of a sudden you're out of drafting a wide receiver early. That in all likelihood, yeah. Oh yeah, third round pick. I didn't realize he was 29. Right, I'd be 30 at the end of the month. Yeah, he'll be entering his year 31 season. I didn't realize that he came out of the draft in 2015. He's been around for a while. No, I know he spent what was it five seasons in Minnesota, and this is his fourth season in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. But wasn't part of the reason he was upset in the offseason was he wanted another contract, another big payday? A lot of money in wide receivers then, weren't you? Because yeah. what does what what DJ Moore make? 20-something? About 20, yeah. And then and then you're going to give... And is Diggs going to be happy? How many years does Diggs have left on his contract? I, like, I think if you Where trade for him... Contractually. If you trade for him, I think you have to make him happy, though. Right? You're not trading Can for I him... Can I front load that thing? I'm sure you could. I mean, I got but is he going money? to be? Is Diggs happy here with whoever your quarterback well, is? Well, he may not be held happy anywhere. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe he's happy in Kansas City. That's pretty good, though, where two guys, and then you wouldn't pay. You would let Mooney go, right? Well, you're not paying him, yeah. If you're paying Diggs, agent. you're not paying Mooney. Right, right. Defon Diggs is under contract till 2027, so his year th- 34 season. Um, he's making, he's due 18 and a half next year. There's a potential out. You could get out of it technically after next season. Sign me up. Sign me up and then take me out of the draft a wide receiver early. You build, like I'm a firm believer. I know everyone loves Marvin Harrison Jr. And I would want him on my team too. I'm not, I don't want to draft him above a quarterback though. Um, but if you can get Diggs and uh, DJ Moore together. With Cole Komet and uh, the group of running backs that they have for cheap in their backfield? Yeah, if you have him under contract for several years. I think the other thing that's important, too, I don't know if you guys saw the tweet from his brother as well. Yeah. He during Monday Night out, Football, yeah. His brother telling him that his, he's got to get out of there. His brother, of course, Trayvon Diggs, who's a cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Dig, his brother's out for it's, the year. It's got to it? be, mm-hmm. it's, it's gotta be, you know, the right situation like you i mean if they're asking for a first no if you're asking for a high second i still wouldn't do it but if you're if the price is a third third or below yeah now let's talk age makes it one of those where that's probably more in what his price range would be season as a 30 year old wide receiver that you're 100 percent correct and he's gonna lead i mean right now he's leading the league in receptions he's on pace for yet not that a thousand yard receive uh receivers is what we strive for anymore with the 17th game but i mean he's already got close to like a good game this weekend we'll put him over a thousand yards for the season in 11 games for what you're pitching yes 
For for I'm with Waddle on the high draft compensation. No, I want a day two pick. But yeah, yeah, I, I was like again. Carmen went through it on how the Lions were built. You build yeah. good to great teams through the draft. If your your foundation is not built through the draft, you're probably not going far. Well, we, you also may find out that their strength isn't exactly evaluating wide receivers at this point. Now that may be. You know, maybe that will will change over the course of time. Um, but evaluating Valus Jones didn't go well. The trade for Chase Claypool didn't go well. Obviously, the trade for DJ Moore was a positive, but like I think DJ's Tyler got Tyler Scott. Got, the the jury's still out. Yeah. So I mean, you you erase some of the uh, the the intrigue that goes along with mm-hmm. whether or not a player can make it at the next level. Yeah, you will have put a lot of capital into a wide into the wide receiver room too. When you think about what Ryan Poles has done, I mean, DJ Moore was a, an acquisition there. Chase Claypool, Valus Jones was a third round pick, and then Tyler I, Scott. Like you've invested a lot yeah. in the wide receiver room. Yeah, I'd ra- but I'd rather do that no with that known commodity and not drafting high. I like that. It would just have to be the right price. Listen, he's not... When I ask the question, is the juice worth the squeeze? With Stephon Diggs, the the answer is yes, it could be. But it's got to be what's your price tag, especially knowing, like, I thought he was 27 or 28 years old. That's my Yeah, I was surprised, too, when I saw how old he was. Yeah. It doesn't seem like He was in the Minneapolis Miracle. Right. He was the target there. It was a while ago. And if Miller's right, like, does he want new paper? Like, I'm not breaking the bank for... That's the only thing. I don't know how you could trade for him here not, in particular and, up his contract. and him be happy yeah. with the quarterbacks. He's not happy with Josh Allen. Right, right. Yeah. That's a really good point. Hey, what's next? All right, so for the Bulls, now with all the frustration surrounding Zach Levine, um, and there was the article from Joe Cowley suggesting that the Bulls should try to engineer a Zach for Zion trade. But I've got a couple other names, too, that I want to throw your way. Uh, as to whether you would trade Zach for this guy instead of Zion, if you would prefer this guy on your team instead of trying to orchestrate a trade for Zion Williamson. How about someone else who was in that draft with Zion? We haven't heard his name at all this year because ooh, he's suspended. Ooh, are but you going to go Morant, Ja? Would you rather trade for John and Morant instead of Zion? And rehab him as far mm-hmm. as... Well, what is going on with him right now? And how long is he suspended for? Indefinite? Is it an indefinite suspension? I thought he, there was a number. Was it 25 games for... Yeah, I thought it was. Let me, let me double-check what his suspension was. But I believe it was... We haven't heard anything on how he's I, doing. Listen, if you're if trading Zach, where, uh, there, is going to be, there would be risk involved with Zion that he would be healthy right. over the course of time. Yeah, it's a 25-game suspension, but then the NBA has to approve his return. I'm you're not getting a perfect player in return, but right. he's a superstar. I would definitely do yeah, that. I don't and know if, if Memphis If it doesn't would. go right, no, I'm defi- Memphis isn't doing that. No. But, but I, I would. would. Yeah, Zach's never given a single like genuine headache. To an NBA team from a like off the court standpoint, right? He's not ruffling that's feathers. That's fine, but I could use a back rub right now from one of my best players, and by that I mean somebody that's going to go out there and be the reason why you're winning a ton of games. That's what I would consider an NBA back rub. Give me a back rub, meaning you can go out there and carry your team to victory on several occasions, and we haven't seen that. Like, I mean, could John Morant be a headache for you? Okay, here's hoping that. You know, this may be the one thing that... If he's a headache for you, his career may be lost at this point. 
You know what I mean? Like I if, he's, if he has it, yeah, me too. Me too. What else? At this am point, I, because what am otherwise I doing? you're rebuilding. Yeah. What am I doing? And, and you're getting late picks from a good team or picks in 2029 from the Lakers. I don't think there's any chance, Tyler, that they would make him available, would they? Maybe they just want the problem off their hands, too. I mean, it's the same thing with Zion. Like, who knows if the Pelicans actually make him available, but sometimes you just want a problem off your hands, and Zion hasn't been when they're the most durable it. over the time I would do, that he's been there. I, I would, do, I would uh, make the Zion trade as well. I, I would think, do both of them. I would Either prefer one. the jaw one, just because I well, think course. it's easier to fix off-court issues than it is injuries. Well, and he's a much, much better player. Yes. You're, you're getting an instant. Like, remember, he was one of the faces of the league before you, you found out about all this He's stuff that was going player. on. He's a top 10 player. Is he higher than that? I think he was on his way before all these problems. I mean, Zion's not a top 10 player. No, 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 no. John Morant is. John Morant, I think, was on his way to being a top 5 player, wasn't he? Which is kind of rare these days with a point guard, too. Like, you, Steph is obviously one of the guys who has been in the top five conversation, but mostly what you've seen in terms of, like, the top five, seven players in the league has all been wings or, like, guys that can, bigger guys that can do a lot of things, like your Giannis's, your Jokic, uh, LeBron, KD, Kawhi, like, all those guys, those are all, you don't get guards that are game changers like Ja has been over the course of his career anymore. So, okay, I gave you Ja. How about a couple other names? What about Jalen Brown? I know he just got a big contract from Boston, mm, but the Celtics I don't fans like him. don't love him. I don't like him either. He can't dribble. I've always thought that. Like, I think he's an imperfect but player, Zach, too. Yeah, I know. I know that's true, but. At least Jalen Brown plays defense. I think you're just rearranging stuff then. I don't. I don't Jalen Brown's 27 years of age as well. Remember us watching Jalen Brown in the postseason? Oh, saying, we want no, we want no part of that. But he had some really good games I in the postseason that. as I well. Know, I know, I know. Okay, a couple others. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Mm. I yeah, I know. I don't know if I want to. But beggars can't be choosers. He's another guy who's being rumored with with Philadelphia. I see uh, with some of the trade rumors. And then I don't know if they would part with this guy, but how about a reunion with Laurie Markkinen? For Zach? Yeah. No. Isn't Lowry the better player now? I think so. I don't think Utah would trade you, Lowry Markkinen. How he, old is Lowry at this point? He's younger than Zach. Yeah. I mean, he's, what, 25? Listen, this team needs guys... He Zach was a has been one of their best three-point shooters. I mean, that's exactly what you're getting back with size with Lowry. He's 26. 26. No, I'm going for the, the superstar potential of Zion, that if he can turn but things around. What if they make him available? What if the only guy they've made available is Lowry Markkinen? Are you uh, taking no, him? Uh-uh. No. I'll take him. So you're going to change. You're going to sell him low and then buy him high. Yeah, why not? Right, let's do that. Yeah. That's how you win in the stock market. Well, you're not going to. You're, you're not. You're not winning anything regardless. Wouldn't you? But wouldn't you rather have Lowry than like a, a back end first round pick, Sylvie? I don't know. At least oh, Lowry's where, made an all star game. Where's the road? Where the road to where? Though? I don't know. A late round first round pick though. Or in the 20s? Well, you're going to have to do a lot of work regardless if you make that. You make that trade for Zion, you still got a ton of work to do. Oh, yeah, I know. But I mean, boy, you're selling Zach Lowe. You're selling, you're buying 
uh, Lowry high after you sold Lowry low. You are you are playing the exact opposite game that you should be playing in every way. Shape, There's no you really you see the perfect bow on the, yes, the it's, AK tenure. It's exactly what you, like it's crazy. You bought uh, you bought what's his the Vooch as high as you can. You bought him high at the at the tip top of the market for two lottery picks. You're gonna sell Zach Lowe. You're gonna sell Lowry high. You're gonna rebuy Lowry. Uh, like it's crazy, and no. Uh-uh. Well, am I going to go away from Lowry just because of the what you just said, or are you going to make the best decision? If that's the best decision, you can't go away from it because you gave him away. Low I know what you're, you're saying. I know what you're saying. Two mistakes don't you know? Those guys deemed him not fixable, and then after he's been in Cleveland and after he's been to uh, Utah, he's fixed. Let's bring him back. There's no chance in hell Zach's approving a trade to Utah anyway, though. There's no chance. Yeah, and I don't know if Danny Ainge is, is, is getting him anyway. I think he's going to a team that, that wants he to He wants win. to go to L.A., doesn't he? L.A. Yes. or Miami, yeah. yeah. Get ready. You're getting D'Angelo Russell for, for <laughs> Zach Levine, uh, whether, you, whether you like it or not. All right, well, we have a new holiday parody song to debut. Good stuff, Tyler. The Aki's A-list, a new... New thing that we'll do where where Tyler's best stuff that we weren't getting to before, we will feature. And because they're really good topics each and every day. And if you want to weigh in on any of them, 312-332-3776. Feel free. We'll take some of your calls, debut a holiday parody song or two, tell you how you can enter. You got a new one or two. Um, And then we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah. It's all coming up. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring cash betting at points bet sportsbooks. Find a location near you at hawthornebettingbars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Just getting into your car, Justin Fields is a full participant today and uh, is expected to play. He met the media. Matt Everflus said he is clear. So he'll play against Detroit, barring any setbacks this week. To say it is still uh, healing a bit. And so I'm sure a little bit sore. So uh, it should be an interesting Good to week. Have him back. Yeah, it's great to have him back. Um, we'll cross talk with Bleck and Abdallah coming up here shortly, and we'll be at Hallis Hall tomorrow. So a lot of times we've been there on Wednesday, but Barstool Big Cat now in with us uh, on Wednesday. So we'll go out on Thursday tomorrow. We'll talk to Joniak in person, see Courtney Croninge. She'll talk to us in person. So we'll have good stuff live from Hallis Hall tomorrow. Uh, the Holiday Parody Song Contest is back. We got a really good one yesterday on Cap. Uh, he also told me um, the same person uh, and that he has one uh, for Carmen. Okay. The Carmen will be in the crosshairs. It's Jason, right? Yes, Jason it, Holsworth. Jason uh, DM'd me and said that he's got a really good one coming up for Carmen. And I think I know the topic. I don't want to give it away. I think you're going to like it, Waddle. You can enter at ESPNParody.com. Do you have any topics you would like people to oh, write a song about? It's an endless it's an endless well of topics. 
Bulls dysfunction, Matt Eberflus's press conferences, White Sox, what happened in left field. Yeah. Oh, stop there. We have one. That, belly, that, belly that fat. request has been belly fulfilled. Belly fat. Oh, belly fat. Did you hide your gun there? There you go. Well, I mean, that one might be better than what we have. But <laughs> would you oh, like this to one hear <laughs> the entry from uh, Paul Mascioni? Okay. To the tune of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I snuck a gun in my fat folds Going to the White Sox game You might say it's impossible But you've never seen my fat folds Jerry Reinsdorf denies it Says the shots came from outside the park Waddle and Sylvie know the real truth Conspiracy theories debunked Because I snuck a gun in my fat folds Going to the White Sox game You might say it's impossible But Jerry's never seen my fat folds Not bad it could be a look. Based upon the information available to us, I see virtually no possibility that the gunshots came from within the ballpark. That's awesome. I, 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 it could be cleaned up a little bit. Like yeah. when I have a trouble hearing. Yes. Now I don't have the best. I don't have the best hearing, hearing to begin with. Yeah. But wasn't it a little cloudy at times? It Too was. loud with the music. It was. I'm a very. I'm a remedial listener. Which means you got to keep it really simple, and the rhymes have to work with me. I'm like a kid sitting in kindergarten class. Like if you give me a nursery rhyme and things don't rhyme, then I'm I can't I lose focus. Like you and think I it's going to go one way, and then yes. they rhyme it with a different. Absolutely. And then you're like, like you're lost. I like all of my television series to be wrapped up at the end of the series, and I like all of my rhymes to actually work. I'm a really simple person, so I. I was very hopeful, and there were some things about it that made me giggle. Yes, but we've got. I don't think it delivered. Just make sure that we could understand yeah. all the words, and that the well, music that isn't too loud. That would help, and, and doesn't drown out say? the words. Or are we just hard of hearing? I, no, I think you, I think there's definitely some some truth to what you guys I are saying it. there. Listen, I it might not be a fi- it might not be a finalist, yeah, but. No. I definitely appreciate on the right track Paul's there with the with yeah. a White Sox one. Yeah, do, Meller, do you have any examples from years past? And do you have any other topics, guys, that we could throw out there? I mean, there's so many. Like, with well, there's got to be some Tyson Bajent and arm wrestling and <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Tyson Bajent and arm wrestling. Well, yeah, with his, his dad. dad. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was a, you were like a pig in poop. <laughs> I will for say. Months. I, we like, did it's get, a great story. We did get a fecal transplant one, but Perfect. it wasn't good enough to play, and it okay. wasn't okay. bad enough to play either. Okay, um, it was just, but like that. It was the bulls. It was the bulls of uh, <laughs> was, yes. parody songs. Exactly, it was a middling parody right. song. Um, Listen, you can even go cruel, and you can make a Cubs song about them cheating on David Ross with Craig Council. I saw Ross. I saw um, Jed kissing Craig Council or something, something like, like that. that. There you go. 
Yeah, there's, I'm trying, like, sometimes we always forget some really, really good moments. Show moments, uh, station Chase moments. Chase Claypool moments. Oh, there's got to be Vailus Chase Claypool. Jones conversation. Oh, Jones. Vailus Jones, oh, Vailus Jones. I mean. Can't you catch a punt now? What's your next line? I don't know. Okay. I'm just, That's I'm just I'm trying to. Uh, I mean, it could be anything. Why, why can't you catch a foot? Ball. Yeah, it's something that goes punt or catch. There, there. What, what other topics? Like, what happened in left field with? Uh, yeah, he yes, you said that. <laughs> yeah, Pedro. You got to work in a vanilla ice yeah, reference yeah, in there too. Yeah. Like, like, there's more to that yes. story. Yes. Like, this is my point. Yes. That's where I would focus. Yes. All of my attention would be there. Vanilla Ice definitely has done like a Christmas remix to, yes. to yeah. a song. You no know, doubt. or at least like, you got to have a Vanilla Ice reference in there. Yeah. It just or can't be Rob Van fat. Winkle. Yes. Rob Van Winkle can be rhymed somehow, some way. It would be Vice, Vice, baby. Well, don't forget, don't throw them too far off the scent, though. I remember, know. it has to be a parody song. It's got to be a holiday parody song. Do you have an example of, of a winner from years gone by or one of them? Do you have any good ones? We have uh, numerous ones. Let's see. Like, what's one of your all-time favorites, Mallory? You pick. I always DJ's love. pick. I love to go way back, back to 2015. Remember the Donaher boys? They gave us. They, they, quit, they quit contributing. <laughs> yes. well, they did. But it doesn't mean they didn't give us uh, oh, gold. Great. Remember, um, to the tune of Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, this was Beer Nuts. Beer not scattered by an open can My booty call is on her way I ordered pizza, now I'm trying to find change Wonder which one wins today the pizza came and some is on my face. <laughs> but from the door I hear a tap. Like I told her many times, many ways. The pizza beat you. I love pizza, the pizza beat you, so call a cab. They, like, I, I even think that sounds like me. That was so well written. Yes. So well written. It, it comes from the story about when I was single, I used to call an ex-girlfriend. What and did you I used, used to, to call it? Uh, well, I, I uh, there was a name for it, wasn't I, it? I forget. Did I name it? I thought you did. It, it would just be like it would be. Uh, I would drunk dial a, 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 or drunk text an ex girlfriend, and, and I would order drink. a pizza, and whoever won and got there first is what what. That's what happened. What happened? Yeah. So, and the Donaher brothers nailed yes, it. Yes. 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 That was my lonely existence when I would leave Lottie's at one in the morning. Who would answer first? Would it be Domino's 
or an ex-girlfriend. No, what did he used to? There was an. I thought he gave it a very creative name to that. That that did he give it or did we know it something? Was it like I thought Sylvie had a was really creative booty, booty name called Roulette. Something like that, right? Something that was something like that was really creative. But that that is a great example. I had forgotten that one. How long ago yeah, was that? Yeah, me too. That was back in 2015. Oh, boys. my God. That's eight, eight years, years old. Ago. Yeah. That's like three years into the contest. And they, I, I hope they're doing well. I, we haven't heard from them in quite some time. Remember when we used to see one of them in, oh, his, yeah. in his, his kilt? In his kilts. Because he was playing on St. Patty's Day. He, he played the play. bagpipes. Yes. Yeah. That was fabulous. That was so good. Do you have another one, like a shorter one? Um, how about this one from Al Fleischman? Al's always a great yeah, contestant. Al, uh, he's fantastic. And he's been doing, Al Fleischman has been doing parody songs for radio hosts since Johnny B. Yeah. Like he used to send in ones that Johnny, Jonathan Brandmeier would play. He was a radio legend in town. Um, I think this is timely because Akeem Hicks was referenced earlier today. You may recall an uncomfortable phone call with Akeem Hicks when he did a weekly with Waddle and Sylvie. It's the most uncomfortable call of the year. Akeem came on the show, talked about his elbow, then the next thing you know, he hung up the phone. It's the most uncomfortable call of the year. Talked about apple pies and booing some guys, the next thing you know. It's the most uncomfortable call of the year. It's a spiraling season that may be the reason he misunderstood what Tom said. Tom is good at his craft and Akeem should have left, but he hung up the phone instead. It's the most uncomfortable call of the year. Well done, Al. All right, short to the point. Al's daughter also has contributed quite a few entries in the yeah, past. Yeah, and the, the people in the Twitch chat become creepers for her, yeah, too. that's true. <laughs> what was the one with her in it? Maybe we could play with the Black and Abdallah. It had like a sultry uh, yes, yes. tone to it. Abdallah, do you remember that one? We could play it. Let's play that with those guys. Because like, Black and Abdallah reminded me just how much fun it is to listen back to the old ones. They were doing it in the office yesterday. So we'll, we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up. 312-332-3776. Send us your holiday parody songs. Uh, ESPNParody.com. The grand prize winner will receive a year's supply of groceries from Jewel Osco and an American Sale gift card. The deadline is December 8th, so you've got some time, but get them in. Because uh, time uh, before you know it, the holidays are almost here with Thanksgiving, and then it goes by quickly. It's presented by Elijah Craig, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, also by Jewel Osco American Sale and 19 Crimes Wine. By the way, Yurko has reminded me, this is what he called it, First Pie Wins. I never called it that. You didn't, uh, no. But the good kid did. <laughs> that was the good kid's <laughs> title for it's it. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. 
Yeah, then we've got to, um, hmm, where was I at? I don't know, York, where were you? He's, uh, he's the gift that keeps on giving. He was so mad that Easy, I, Sylvie. I said Easy. that the uh, sources close to me said he was fading last night at the game. And he was like, you tell Aki to keep that to himself. I was not fading. And then, of course, he's asleep half the show. <laughs> he was trying to, he was getting mad about, I think he was trying to say that we'll talk about the draft as soon as we get all the reports in from yeah, the combine. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to talk about it now. Yeah. And I think he forgot what he was saying mid-sentence. The combine doesn't, like... His, what is he waiting for reports? Watch the games. Well, There's your he, reports. He also was annoyed that you and I didn't answer Carmen right away. Carmen was going to ask us ask a the question. question and, and we're just patiently waiting. And he's like, are you guys are you guys paying attention in there? And we're like, yeah. we're just standing there. We're like, you, you've been asleep for half the show. What are you talking about? There Go better what? be a song about uh, him falling asleep on the air this year. God, yeah. that video is the best. Yeah. When his head just nods and he catches himself. And, yeah. I think the the one that my favorite one and the one that won in uh, the COVID year when we did the the virtual uh, show, the sleigh ride. Oh yeah, that was. I think brilliant. I think it's due for an update. That was brilliant. Yeah, oh, yeah, especially with Matt and Ryan. Yeah, I think it's due for an update. This <laughs> those guys uh, this should year. come back and just uh, do it over. Just change the words. Yes, you can absolutely change do the that. voices. Change the voices. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Play the play <laughs> play the full thing of Yurko from from a day ago. Yesterday is the one where you just played the drop of when, when he was. Uh, Carmen wanted to do the quiz on him. He needs a nap. <laughs> what now? What? <laughs> Carmen just... was ruined to go with a bunch of trivia questions. Most interceptions in the NFL since 2018. Most thrown interceptions in the NFL since 2018. Go. Go what? <laughs> go what? <laughs> What? Is he? And he yells at us for not paying, not thinking happy. that we're not paying attention. We're literally just sitting there staring at Carmen, waiting for him to ask this question. <laughs> Are you two gonna? You guys gonna answer in there? You're just talking to yourself. Carmen what? was all gassed up with all these trivia questions about Josh Allen. Yeah, ready to go. Go, go what? Go what? <laughs> by the He's way, gonna man. slap you guys tomorrow. Go what? <laughs> Crosstalk brought to you by. Steinhoffels. Can you get Yurko a couch for him <laughs> yeah. to take a nap We on? should. You know, they always get, like, the older guy in the baseball clubhouse, the recliner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He deserves oh, a recliner in the he's studio. He's not retiring, though. No, no, is, no, Is no, that no. something you well, get someone on their retirement to tour? No, like, Canerco <laughs> would always have the recliner in the Sox clubhouse. Yeah. The, the more accomplished guy. Yeah. The older, more accomplished guy. Could mm-hmm. you imagine, uh, Yurko, we, we get that for him, and it's like, we're going to keep this up in the office. Next thing you know, he would be trying to pull it in here. Yeah. And in that little corner over there, there'd be a full <laughs> recliner. He just that we'd all have between to walk two around. chairs now. He puts his feet up on this chair, gets oh, yeah. everybody the feet to look at. For free, too. Yeah, first, first he's, not he happy. he's not happy. He's not happy. Yeah, I know. He's listening right oh, now. Oh, is he texting? Yeah. Yes, he is. Down, first thing he does. Of course he is. Go when, what? When, when, well, for, he's not texting us. We no. got a road game this weekend, so I'll be watching the game with him and Peggy. Oh, first thing he, he does when he gets into that conference room. He takes his shoes he off. He takes those shoes off. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's gross. But he goes into the bathroom with his shoes off. Yeah. He walked in barefoot. the other day, barefoot. This yeah, one? yeah, he's the Bobby. Not uh, this one. Yeah, this Robert one. Kennedy uh, Jr. There's of, a, of the staff. Whoever goes down here has the worst aim in the world. Oh yeah, do you I guys? You guys ever see this, Daly? Uh, when you walk into the urinal, the one like on the bit. right, 
Yeah. It's like someone is just going on the floor. Yeah. They're not even trying to get so in. Five, when does this happen? Yeah. When do you see this? Uh, it's like l- late morning into the afternoon. Yeah. Someone just what, walks you- in. Yeah. It's like a child is in there. Do you guys yeah. remember oh, yeah. like when they would have the Windy City yeah. oh, live oh, show? Yeah. yeah, and there would be randoms that would... Oh, the, the audience yeah. would go. Yeah. yeah. Random I mean, people? like the bathroom yeah. was, yes. it was like a portal at, yeah. at Lollapalooza. Yeah. Eh. Close. Yeah, it's disgusting. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. It was horrible. Go what? <laughs> go <drink>. what? <laughs> we love you, good kid. God, it's the best. All right, boys, have a great show. Oh, thank you. Uh, Black and Abdallah coming up next. Thank you to Barstow Big Cat. The only one we had today in the studio. That was it? Yep. Wasn't it? Go what? Well, go what? Go what? <laughs> We're uh, at house all tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks to Tyler Rocky and Jeff Meller. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night.